Welcome to the Aligned Soul Entertainment Podcast, where you get to be human and quantum leap. I'm your host and transformational mentor, Christine Michelle. Let's talk manifestation, magic, and all things entertaining, because life was meant to be fun. So let's go have some. Hello, hello. This podcast is sponsored by my free, amazing Facebook group called The Aligned Soul Collective. It is filled with high vibe women and some dudes who are all about high vibes, soul, dough, and flow. Find out more in the show notes and join us today. Bye. Hello, hello, it is Christine Michelle, and I have an amazing, amazing interview ready for you today. I am talking with Daniela Arengo, and she is from Medellin, Colombia, which I love. I love, I love. And you're in, are you in Sweden right now? Yes. Yes, so fun. Okay, so cool. Um, We are videoing this, so this is also going to be on the YouTube channel, possibly, if I do the edits correctly. And definitely... Fingers crossed. (laughs) Right, exactly right. Um, And so let me introduce Daniela. She is a spiritual leader, a mentor for soul-driven women who are looking to build a life and a business on their terms. So she uses energy healing, feminine leadership techniques, and divine channeling to help women unlock their own spiritual clarity, energetic magic, and soul abundance. Because like I believe as well, manifestation is the way the universe works and energy is everything. Welcome, welcome, Daniela. Thank you for having me on the, well, thank you for being on my podcast. One thing I also wanted to say is Daniela is a reflector. She is our first reflector on the podcast. She's a 2-4 reflector and she's actually a specific manifester. So of course, we're gonna fold all of that juiciness into this conversation. So welcome, welcome, Daniela. Thank you so much for having me. I just want to reflect back the beauty of your energy and, you know, the delight to be in your presence. So it is, it is an honor for me. And thank you for having me. Oh, so beautiful. I know you have a special message for everyone that's listening. Yes, I do. So as Michelle was just saying, I am a reflector. So basically what I do most of the days is just to listen (laughs) and see what's up with the universe and the energies. And just a quick story on that. I was just on the bus this morning on my way back home and I was sitting there and all of a sudden there was a stop with a lot of people came in and there was this baby, there was this couple and then this other couple and you know, the dynamics just changed so rapidly and I was just observing everything. And all of a sudden I felt, you know, the baby and you know, his, his, his view of the world right now and what he's getting into and like this world is a little crazy right now. And was he, he's been incarnated in, I saw this couple too, like what they felt within each other and what they're exploring. Um, There were two guys as a couple. So they were also kind of reflecting that on how they see the world and how the world acceptance. And all of a sudden I just felt this like crying. I was like, I think I'm just going to be in tears right now. But it was 
when I feel these things, they're so impersonal, but so personal at the same time. Like it's a, it's a piece of me because of course we're on one, right? So it's a piece of me, but it's just that reflection of the emotions that everybody's feeling on their sleeves. And I'm just like here, like, hey, let's feel that. But it was such a beautiful moment of just like, we're experiencing this life as it is. And we're just kind of more than anything that we, you know, the add-ons and the cool stuff that we get to see and experience and have and all these things, more than that is just the beingness of we entered here and we get to experience who we are in every single area of that experience. So anyway, <laughs> that's literally how I work. So just crying in the bus, just feeling all those emotions and feeling what is the, like, the beauty of us, the beauty of these emotions, the beauty of being alive. And that really goes to this message that I was just sitting here minutes before we started the interview or this beautiful conversation um, that I was sitting and closing my eyes and asking, what is it that we really as a collective, what do we need to listen to today? What do we need to know? What do we need to remember? And the message was just be, <laughs> be. And stop trying to be someone that you're not, but just be, be in the moment, be in, in people are like, but who am I? Who am I? Well, if you look for who am I somewhere else and you're not in this present moment of what you're feeling, what you're being, just allow yourself to experience your environment, your physical reality. And that's who you are. <laughs> that's just who you are. Um, so they're also saying like, have fun, enjoy, enjoy this very moment and remember that you're free, that at the soul core, you are free to experience and to be in this very moment. Wow. That First of all, it's such a beautiful message. And I love the way you also addressed all of the questions that have come up. Like, how am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to be? How am I supposed to be? And it, you just folded it in. It's like, be, be you. And then just Go with what is exciting you, go with joy, go with what you know you love and choose that fun and that happiness. And in all of that, you figure out who you are, right? Because it's just being and what experience, comes up, comes up. correct? Yes. yes. Like figuring out yourself by experiencing yourself, not by trying to box yourself into a definition that's already out there. Yes. Yes. And I love the way you say that because you guys know the way I look at human design and some of these other tools and technologies and the different things that we've brought into the world to help us like move and flow and understand our soul. They're not boxes. Like you are such an expansive human and a beautiful soul and a wonderful body. Like you are so beautiful that there is no box, you know, everyone is different. Everyone does things. And so anything we teach you um, as coaches, as mentors, as guides, it really is to connect you to what you already know, help you remember who you already are and allow yourself to receive and be those aspects that are already inside you. Totally. And this is something that it's coming up so much with what I'm teaching nowadays and what I'm receiving from the collective and this whole idea that we're shifting ways of being and allowing a ways of being and we're shifting kind of the idea of what this life is supposed to be and we're supposed to feel like and experience as. And the, this question that keeps on coming in order, you know, to kind of guide us towards that 
answer is what is your way? Because we are in this right now, we have so much information on our fingertips. We just can Google everything that somebody else has done. And we've got a little bit wrong because we think that, you know, we need to follow specifically what that other person did. But this information, really what it's meant to do is to liberate you, to motivate you, to inspire you to find your way. So coming back to what is your way? I love that. And so when we are definitely when you're leading your clients and they're like, I have no idea, or I don't know what my branding is, or how am I supposed to grow my business? How do you lead them into finding their way? Beautiful. And that's not a great question because I just did that with two of my clients yesterday when we were, I was saying, imagine the work is done. Imagine everything is done. Imagine you just get to choose in which a fun and amazing way you get to play every day and let's say you get to choose the way in which the money or the success or you know the flow gets to come but it's already done it's already done it's just pretty much what would feel really freaking good on you and what i was talking to one of my one of my clients is so she does readings akashic readings and she was saying that you know we're talking about her prices and what she's going to offer and she said well i'm going to offer a one-on-one you know 45 minutes at this price and i'm also going to offer writing um writing readings i could just send an email i go into the records and send an email and it's at this price and i said okay let's talk about this 45 minute one-on-one how do you feel about it And she's like, I don't know. I mean, I've never done it. And I said, okay, so what have you done? She's like, oh, I've done the readings. I really love the readings, the the emails. And I said, okay, so why do you think you need to offer the (laughs) one-on-one? And she's like, I don't know. That's what everybody does when it comes to Akashic Records. And I said, yeah, but is that your way? Mm -hmm. Right? So then we really uncover that she was pressuring herself so much to offer, you know, what everybody offers that she was kind of lowering, you know, the, the frequency and the, the, how do you say the, the gold that it is that she's so unique in the way she does. I mean, she's done a reading for me and seriously, like one email, it was not the longest email. It was really short, but when I opened it, it was like opening like a book of magic. I just felt this rush of love and I almost was in tears and I wasn't even like reading through the second sentence, but it was her energy in that bubble of that email. And that was so powerful. So we kind of discover that for her, that is her way. That's the way that is going to work. That's the best way. That's so much power, power for her. So that's literally what I do. We start to unpeel the ways in which, you know, we've been conditioned of how things need to go in order to really discover what comes so easy to you that you don't even have to think about it, that you can do it for hours and days and you will love it. Yeah. No, I love that. Now, have you ever, I've come across with my clients, a lot of times they've psyched themselves out or conditioned themselves so much to say that they don't like something or they don't want to do something. And a lot of times that comes up from fear because they don't think they're good at that or because they, they're like, oh no, you know? And when you're, when I'm listening to them and reading their energy and feeling it, I'm like, no, they, I can really feel that they would want to do it, but they're really scared. So how do you get Um, Like when your clients are coming to you and they're not truly being honest about what they would want to do because of the layers of fear and things like that. What do you do to work through that? 
That sounds amazing. And actually, I'm going to put myself there in that situation because <laughs> yeah. I think it's the best example. So this came to me in content. So I, of course, I have my, you know, platform and my Instagram and all that stuff. And I've conditioned myself in a way that I feel that is better for me to plan content for the whole month so that I can just simply wake up and post and, you know, decided for me was going out every day. So that, you know, the, if you ask me, what is the one thing in my business that I try to procrastinate on is to sit down and write content. That's one thing that I always like, I know I don't want to do it today <laughs> because I just feel like a lot of effort. So anyway, and two weeks ago, I've been, I, I tried three days in a row sitting three hours. Cause this is usually how I do. I take out three hours and I go into a place that I feel inspired and I'm just sit down and try to write my content. I tried like Christine for three days trying to write and it was not flowing. It was just not flowing, not flowing, not flowing, not flowing. And I was like, okay, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow. Like this is the way I know this is the way because this is the way that is going to give me the most freedom. This is the way that is going to allow me to not have to think about it the whole month. So if I do it today, I don't have to think about it again. But what I've understood, I was like, okay, tell me what's the opposite of that. You know, I asked myself, what would be the opposite of that? And then I was like, well, it would be that I don't plan content. So then I actually have to be in the present moment every day, feel my clients, feel my people, feel my community and write directly to them. And as you say, this idea of, oh my God, is that going to be a lot of pressure on me? Am I going to know what to talk about? It's pressure every single day to do that, which it's not true. Um, but I felt like I was really scared mm -hmm. of that responsibility on me of that responsibility of not having that planned for me. So then I have to show up. But then I started to say, you know what, let's take it as an experiment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> let's experiment. And then I started to notice that this is my way. My way is, first of all, I don't have to post every day. I only post in terms of feed on Instagram three times a week. So it's only three times a week that I have to sit and take a moment to be in the present moment to feel my people mm -hmm. and talk directly to them. Yeah. That's just beautiful. It's so powerful. Yes. And do you see how, like, everyone that's listening, do you see the whole process you went through that was very quick, but it was like, okay, this is what I'm doing, but I'm procrastinating at it. So what is going on here? So you got clear on, okay, there's a fear here. What is the fear? So what is the total other side that I'm trying to avoid? Exactly. <laughs> and then Okay, having be responsive, and I'm using in the quotes, air quotes, if you can't see me, responsibility of having to post every day. And then when you look at the situation, you're like, well, it's really only three times a day. And like, wow, I get to really connect to my audience. And as a reflector, I get to feel what's happening with the collective at this moment and speak to them. Like, exactly. it's beautiful. Like, <laughs> it's so amazing. So if you yeah. find yourself pushing and pushing and pushing against something, right? Just really look at that. Say, okay, okay, cool. I'm avoiding this like the plague. What is going on here, right? What is going on here? Why, you know, what is going on here? What would the opposite look like? And then you can just really feel into that. You don't have to do it or have to change or have to, you know, choose one or the other because who knows, it could be something beautiful in between, but just opening your mind to saying, 
guidance, God, universe, sugar daddy, show me what I'm not willing to see or something that I'm not used to seeing. Show me what I'm not, you know, available to see yet. Allow my eyes to be open to other possibilities. And then you can just see a different way of being your way. Exactly. And really what I want to reflect on that is, and going back to the message at the beginning of the episode was like, you know, to have fun and to be, and to remember that we're free. So if that is true, right, if we take that as a foundation of our existence, then we just get, if something is like really not working and you're going against your alignment and against your way, because simply because it feels really hard or it feels like you're procrastinating, then you know, the opposite, extreme opposite doesn't necessarily need to be your way, but you get to try it. You have the freedom to experiment. I call this, I always tell my clients, let's experiment on this and see how it goes. And then we're moving in this energy of excitement, of possibilities or openness, more like, let's have fun with this. Let's see how it goes. And if it doesn't work, then there's other ways, I'm sure. Correct. So it's about just letting it be an experiment. Like in in the human experience itself is an experiment. Yes, I love that. And it's like, I, I, I love the word experiment and experience. It's really about an experience, right? It's the human experience. And if we are telling ourselves it has to be this way, are you really allowing yourself to experience life or are you like, marching through life without the you know enjoying the flow right enjoying like the flow back and forth so i absolutely love that just that piece if you're listening right now there's so much good to that rewind re-listen because you're gonna get so many activations as to like wow this feels heavier to me like i always love to say truth feels light when you know it's something that you really love, if you think about it and feel it in your body, it'll feel lighter. When something has a little bit of false in there or something that is no longer true for you, it'll feel heavier. And so just say, okay, this is feeling really heavy to do this right now. I'm avoiding it. I'm and you get to look at that and say, okay, what else is the, what's the opposite side? What would that be? And give yourself the opportunity to just play, just play, 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 play. <laughs> and so this is the thing that I think is a mindset shift that we really need to start doing and to start embodying and playing at every single day. And it is the idea that if it comes too easy, it has no value. If it's too easy, then it's too easy. Then nobody's going to pay for this. Nobody's right. going to value this. Nobody's going to care about this. And I mean, just reflect that for a second. Like who told you that? Who, like, first of all, I know we've been conditioned as a collective on that, but I'm just trying to like look back and like, okay, but who really sat down and thought about that? Because how come, like, what if, right? If we shift this perspective to understand that what comes easy is your gold. What comes easy is your gift. What comes easy is exactly what you came here to do. Like, why would you incarnate in a life where you're supposed to do the things that are harder for you? Like, and this is another truth right there. Another activation for you guys is you came in this experience, in this human, in this body with the exact tools that you need in order 
to do life in order to do it and not just to do it, but to do it successfully wow. and to do it in love and to do it in joy and to get the frequencies into higher vibration as high as you can to really experience all the dimensions that are, that we can experience as a human, you know, human collective. So if we really came in with all those tools, why are we saying that those tools have no value? And why are we valuing that which, you know, is harder for us? Right. Because then again, we go back to this collective understanding that, you know, hustle and hard and working and doing all these things has to pay off. Mm -hmm. It has to pay off because we did the work. So we feel like now we're worthy, but we haven't forgotten that we're worthy because we are. We're worthy because we came with all these amazing tools and amazing gifts that are come so easy to us that we can't even, I mean, I can't even think about people that write in books and they write like hundred books. I mean, I'm like thinking like, oh my goodness. Like if I ever write a book, it's going to be like one. It's going to take me like everything I have because that's simply not something that comes really easy to me. But then why would I push myself to be an author and to try to do 50 books if that's literally not my flow, not what comes really easy? So I really saw a shift in my business, in my personal business, in my personal life. The moment I started asking myself, like I remember when I started doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one readings in person, and I remember my, my readings were an hour. And I was standing there an hour doing this reading, talking to people, and I was thinking like, why, why, and it was exhausting, you know, of course, because of standing, not exhausted about the energy, but the standing and the, you know, the whole idea of how to go there, 30 minutes, 40 minutes before my client and leave 30 minutes and 40 minutes after my client, all those things. And I was saying, you know, really what really comes easy to me, like if I could just channel to this person, turn off my brain, channel the universe, tell her in like 15 minutes, everything that she needs to hear and then do this healing that is taking me right now an hour, which I could do in five or 10 minutes. Right. Why are we wasting this kind of time? Why am I putting myself through this just because everybody else does it that way? So I started to ask myself, I'm going to do more of that which comes so easily that I don't even have to think. I love it. I love it. I always say this is a way that you can look at things when you can tune into ease, right? Then start asking yourself throughout the day, well, you know, universe, how could this be easier or how could this be more fun? And when you use the more fun, when you use it more ease, you are not only acknowledging that there is a little bit of ease that you are aligned with already. And now you're looking for more instead of saying, how could this be just easy or easier? You're saying, no, I, how could I have even more ease? How could I have even more fun? And the more you start to focus on that, the more you'll create more ease and more fun in your life and your relationships and in your business. And so I love that because you were like, okay, what would be fun for me? What would be easy for me? Yes, because I mean, I work mainly with energies. And of course, you know, we talk about the universe, we talk about manifestation, we talk about all these things, but it really comes down to the energetics. It really mm -hmm. comes down to the universe is a bunch of energy and manifestation is attraction of energy. So when it comes to, like you said, when you ask yourself and when you focus your attention on that, which is easy, 
more of that would come because there's a law of attraction or there's a law of energy that energy attracts same like energy. So if you put a lot of focus on certain energy, more of that energy will be attracted to you, which is why I don't know if you guys have noticed that sometimes you think about you're thinking about buying something or you're thinking about a certain a specific color and you just pretty much see it everywhere. Like it's like, oh, well, synchronicities. Yes, synchronicities are created when we are focusing our attention and attracting that immediately into our physical environment. So if you were to do that pretty much to everything, then we're really like the, the physical world has no choice literally no choice and present to you that which is so attracted to your energy, that which is a little reflection of your focus. 100%. And like you said, everything in this world is energy, right? It's all vibing at a frequency. And you guys know, I talk about it all the time. When you can tune into the frequency that you desire and focus on that frequency, then all of those byproducts that you normally focus on, which was the physical relationship or the guy in the bed or the, you know, or the, the more money in the bank account and all of those things will unfold because you're collapsing time and you're tuning into the quantum and aligning with that frequency and resonating with that. So everything that resonates with that gets to unfold into your life. And that is how we allow manifestation, <clears throat> intentional manifestation or whatever, to be super easy because it really is about you tuning into what is what you truly want, which is that frequency, right? You want the happiness or the relief or the, you know, the joy, the effortless abundance. Um, that's what you truly, truly want. And, and people will notice they're like, oh, I got the man, but I wasn't happy. Well, because he wasn't going to make you happy. You had to choose that happiness. Now you've got to fill up your cup, fill yourself up and give that to yourself. And then you attract your frequency resonates with things that align with that. And that's why it reflects back to you. Absolutely. I love that idea that you have about, uh, and I totally hundred percent share it about this codes as energy codes or energy frequencies that we align ourselves to ignore everything else and amplify that frequency, that code, so that you start to move into the timeline in which that is a reality, when that is a thing, when that is pretty much who you are and where you get to live. Yeah, it's your default, you know, and that's, that's some of that technology that we have access to that we get to utilize in our lives to you know, help raise our own vibrations and our own frequencies. And then that is in turn raising the frequencies of all those around us and in turn the planet, you know, and that's what's fun about it, right? So cool. <laughs> well, tell me your story. Like, how did you end up here working with frequencies, doing what you do? I'd love to hear more. Absolutely. So it all started while I was, um, I was on a plane going to see my family right after Christmas. And I was on the plane, you know, 20, 30 minutes in the flight. And all of a sudden the pilot comes on and says that the plane is going down. Mm -hmm. And we pretty much have about 10 minutes to until we hit the ground. And, you know, I realized when I was sitting in this chair looking out the window that, you know, soon we were going to hit the floor and that at that time, it took me a couple of minutes to understand and to get that in that probably had 
by that time, eight minutes more to live. So, you know, when you have that kind of experience that shocks you, you go through stages. And the first stage is like shock and you start to play your life and where you are and you start to kind of reflect on everything you've done so far. And I've noticed, you know, I, I had an okay life. I was, you know, living in LA at the time, having an okay job. Um, I had traveled a little bit, but, you know, kind of always playing it really safe. And, you know, I knew that I was not where I wanted to be. I knew that like my relationships, I knew that, you know, my physical reality was not what I wanted it to be. And after you kind of play that out and you, and you understand where you're at, at this life, you go into this other part, which is the acceptance. So you accept, okay, so by this time, I probably have six minutes to live. And by this time, I am actually okay. Like I've did my best. I really did. I did my best. And, and then in that acceptance of what is and that acceptance of like, okay, but this is really it. Then I started to feel this oneness for the first time. I've been, you know, a yoga teacher for a couple of, uh, I think within a year or two at the time. And everybody talks about this oneness, but I didn't really know what that oneness was. So I started to feel every single soul in that plane together, like this oneness, this union, this really like there is just one one energy, one big, huge energy. And that was the most beautiful awakening. And at that moment, I made a promise to the universe. Uh, I made a promise to myself and to the universe. And, you know, I'll get to that promise in a minute, but, you know, right now where I live and I haven't really introduced myself, but I live with the love of my life. I've moved all the way to Sweden. I created a business that I absolute love that absolutely fits me in every single direction and way I created more abundance than I thought it was ever possible for me. And now I get to help people do pretty much the same. And I get to give others permission to have that life that I created for myself. And I would never thought in a million years that that was going to be me because again, at the time that that happened in that plane, I was not where I wanted to be. You know, I had to, I'm from Colombia, so I had to move out of Colombia and then I had to get to the States and learn the language. And I was just kind of like trying to move with life and what life was throwing at me and just kind of like being comfortable with that. And have you, like, I'm sure a lot of you guys listening can, can relate to this when you're just kind of playing it very safe. And in the outside, when people look at you, it looks okay. But in the inside, you're pretty much killing your soul. <laughs> like in the inside, it's just not enough. In the inside, you know that there is more to who you are. And I tried to, for so long, I tried to like, no, you know, you're just, you want too much or you have too much desire or, you know, of course you're not meant for more. But when I had five minutes to live, I just couldn't stop that voice that told me, Yes, you are meant for more. Yes, there is more. So when I was in that emergency landing, I promised myself in the universe, and I really made a promise that I hope that for the listeners, it doesn't take them a near-death experience to really make this kind of promise. Um, and I, I wish that it didn't, it didn't have to take me that kind of experience to get to this point. But but at that point, I said, if I get a chance if this thing is works out, 
I promise that I get to live to who I really am. I get to be who I really am and I get to ask and I get to claim and I get to decide the life that I get to live. And that playing safe is not an option anymore. And, you know, of course it worked out. <laughs> I'm here and it worked out and everything is great. But when that plane landed and after, you know, the shock of, of you know, emotional release and, and distress and all these things, after that, the first thing that I did was to just head on into what I wanted to do. I went into the yoga trainings that I had been postponing forever. I went into the, to work with the teachers, to see the teachers, to travel, to do all the things that I had been postponing forever. And more than just going straight into my goals, I also, I think the most important thing that I did was to take messy action. Like we always think that we need to have it all together, all figured out in order to start something, in order to do something, in order to invest in our possibilities. And it's so backwards though. We've got to claim that, act upon it, move forward, towards it, so that everything else gets to match that frequency. So you know, this is pretty much what I do nowadays and why I share my story so many times and in so many ways is because I, again, when I got out of that plane, I started to wake up to my gifts. I started, and I'm sure, you know, also the listeners can, can relate to this. I started to wake up to seeing auras and understanding people and, you know, having dreams where I could read people in my dreams. I could, you know, astro travel to other places. I started to understand my reflector side and how I reflect everybody else. I started to kind of wake up to my witchy as, you know, alien, all the things. And so I knew that I had that power and I knew that I had something to say and I was going to say, which is the reason why I'm here. And when all that happened, I had no idea how I was going to move forward. I just kept going one messy step after the next, one messy step after the next. And here we are. Here we are. It's such a powerful, powerful story. Um, it's, it, you know how people say, oh, my life flashed in front of my eyes. Or, um, but then they knew, don't do anything about it. What you did is you made a promise to the universe and you were like, God, okay, God, okay, look, get out of this. I, this is what I'm going to do. I'm living my life for me and I'm doing these things. And, and you are making such a difference, such a massive difference in this world. And it's just so powerful, powerful how you, you came in that. And one thing I want to bring everyone back to you when I, um, my gene key, my uh, life's work is, is universal or unconditional love, but the gift is acceptance. And every time I, I'm like, we get to accept ourselves because when you can accept all of you, that includes the shadows, that includes everything that comes up, the bad quote and unquote feelings, the good feelings, right? What if there was no good and bad at everything that came up? you get to accept and love because when you can just accept things as you know what it is what it is this is what i've experienced in this moment this is what i'm experiencing now this is the choice that i made then this is the choice that i'm making now and just accept yourself but then also accept others to just be who they are that is when true oneness really 
happens. That's when you really realize that you're already one and we are one and whole. And and acceptance is huge. And I and it's like you're like, I had eight minutes and then two minutes in, you're like, I'm truly accepting it. And that's when you felt that wholeness, that completeness, because you were just accepting like who you were and what you were experiencing at that very could be terrifying moment. Exactly. Yes. Wow. So beautiful. So mm-hmm. yes, we, I mean, we started off this podcast with a bang. Like we're like, what's the message for the world? And <laughs> we, we never really got to like exp- talk about yourself and like tell us where you're from and who you are and what you do and all the things. So would you like to tell us? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, so yeah. So then after that, after that encounter, after that, you know, near death experience, I, like I said, I went to yoga trainings and I did a lot of stuff. I worked with shamans. I worked with healers. I went to Bali for a while. I worked there. And really what I started to waking up to is, you know, my Reiki trainings. I'm also a Reiki master. And I started to wake up to this energy connection. And I understood that, you know, yoga was a way in for me to, you know, accept all these things. Because when I woke up to, to all my gifts, I had a lot of conditioning through my family. I come from Colombia. We're all, we're, we're very religious or they are very religious. So I was really scared of how it was going to be perceived and how things were going to come for me. And I was scared to tell my family that was a bit of a witch and that was a little bit of, you know, a seer and a knower and a healer. So that was a journey on its own. And the other thing for me was that I always, as I started to work with people and I started to understand that everything to me personally just comes in download. So, you know, I always tried going back to the beginning of this conversation. I always tried to find other people's ways. Mm -hmm. So to study with somebody to know, okay, but what is it? What's the technique that works? What's the perfect one thing that is going to make me the best healer? And what my journey looked like for that is to understand that I just get to say what I want to do and how would come in a way of the techniques, the, how my programs work, how I work and things like that. So what I do now is to simply, I mean, I'm about to open a program at the end of this month for quantum leaping, for soul abundance, for, you know, time collapsing. And what I, the way I downloaded all of that was in the last four, four weeks, I've been experiencing all that within my body, creating three, four hours of meditation a day where I just get to download what comes straight from source. And, and that's what I get to share. <laughs> so um, that's pretty much what I do. I'm just uh, reflecting everything that comes through me out into the world. But, you know, it was not always like that. I was always trying to, you know, get to the next program or get the next certification or get the next thing that would actually make me say, oh, I've studied with this person and I know this or I know that. But the thing is, I've never studied any of this quantum field, any of this like, you know, quantum physics or understandings of energy or the matrix or anything like that. But that's where I live. <laughs> Once I allowed myself to to really just get weird into who I really am, a whole world opened for me and and that's what I do. I work on people's, the way I see it is like, we have like a software, like our body's like a software and I'm just like a computer fixer. <laughs> like I just go in, fix your energy, figure it out, activate you with what I say, what I reflect back to you. Um, and, and, and more than anything, give you permission to be. 
I love that. I love everything about that because, well, one, I wanted to bring you back to the part of your story because there's so many listeners, even myself involved, who we grew up in a different way, right? Especially from this energetics and the frequency and all of the things that we're bringing, all of our wonderful witchy stuff, light language, all of the things that we do now. And it's very different or it's a little bit different from what we grew up with. And so when you really came and started to accept and love yourself, is that when you were able to bring that like and be just, this is who I am, mom and dad, you know, and, and I would love to hear that experience. Absolutely. I mean, first of all, before I could tell anybody, before I could really open up, I think it was that self-acceptance that, okay, but this is like, how can I normalize it? Because what happened is, as you say, we've been, you know, we've grown up with like such a different ways and what that gets to be and whatnot. And for me was like, okay, but what is so weird about this though? Like, is it weird the way I live? Am I different? And I remember this super huge conversation with the healer in Bali at the time. And she was, I was saying, but who do I have to be now then? Do I have to dress up differently? Do I have to, you know, get like a crystal ball? Like, <laughs> do I need to break up with my boyfriend? And she was like, none of that. Like, you're just remembering, but you all along have been this person <laughs> that you are remembering now. So on that, it's, you know, for me, I think it was really important to, especially in my own personal experience where, you know, my aunt, one of my aunts is a, is a medium and, you know, there was not so much acceptance from my family of who she was or who she is and what she's, she has, she's come here to share. So what I wanted to make sure that it was within me very grounded and that I really accepted myself for what it was and that feel really comfortable with the way I lived and the way I saw things. So on that, once I started to really like dismantle this whole idea of this has to be weird, it has to be different, it has to be this and this and that. And I said, you know, I think that if I own this, if because it's really normal to me, I think that at the end, they're going to see how normal it is. And I'm going to help them also heal that part of them that is rejecting this part of the human technology. Yes. And that's really what got to happen. I, I got to, you know, call my aunt who's a medium who I hadn't spoken for a while because I was trying to detach myself from her so that I was not, you know, so my family didn't think that I was like her. And I got to heal that relationship, which was really huge. And I got to just pretty much to start sharing and my mom wanted to have a reading with me and my aunt wanted to have a reading with me and everybody got really interested. And, and I remember just telling myself, like, just ground it and just, you know, show how normal it is and show how important it is to remember and how transformational it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so touching because it's, it really just also shows us we it starts with them right so when mm -hmm. you are grounded in it when you know your worth when you know that this is who you are and what you do 
often that gets reflected back to you, you know, because sometimes it's in our head that, oh, my parents won't accept this or such and such and so and so will think this is crazy or this will be appear this way or this will appear that way. And when we can say, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to be me and I'm going to tune into this and really get grounded within us. I'm not saying people don't think that way, but most of the time you don't even, you're not even aware of it because you are so grounded and loving yourself accepting yourself, appreciating your own gifts, that others are reflecting that same thing back to you. And so. even if they don't though, I want to put this out because as we, as we come out into who we are and show the world all this groundedness and embodiment, we get to trigger others. Mm-hmm. And that is also a gift for them. Yes. So what gets to happen after you show who you are is on them and it's not on you. But you have to continue to be the anchor of you so that you can continue the transformation for you and for them. So if somebody gets triggered by you being who you are, that is their journey to get triggered so that they can awaken Mm -hmm. at their own time. Because this is usually what happens when we notice something about ourselves or we learn something new, we're so excited about it. We want everybody to be on board. And that's just like not our job. That's a really hard job, by the way. So we're talking about doing things really easy and letting life be super easy. You know, that's a lot of burden to carry. Too much work. (laughs) It is too much work. So, you know, when it comes to my family, it was not an acceptance right away. It was, it was a lot of questioning. It was a lot of doubting. Um, And I I don't think I've ever shared this, but so I, you know, kind of told my mom kind of like what I was doing and, you know, working with angels and energies and all these things. And she was, you know, to me, she said, oh, that's, that's good. That's cool. And I thought that she had accepted it. And then I talked to my dad like a month after and, you know, my dad and I are like super transparent. We just like, you know, my, my best friends. And then he was saying, yeah, so your mom really um, doesn't believe in what you do, you know? I was like, what? She told me, wait, but she told me that she doesn't believe it. And she tells me that she loves it. And he's like, yeah, no, I don't think so. I think she's really skeptical about it. And she doesn't really, she thinks that, you know, that how is that going to work? And I really had to swallow that pill because here it is, you know, this person, this, you know, my mother who I thought, oh, finally she accepts who I am. And I get to know that not really. So then I had, you know, you have choice of react to this and then make it about you. Oh, then my gifts don't work and I'm not worthy and I'm not good. And this is not my path and I should just change. Or you get to accept that it is her own path into awakening, that the skepticism and the worry and the fear of what this could look like for her is part of her own awakening. So I decided, you know what? Um, um, okay. Like I was a skeptical to a lot of things when I woke up to this, when I woke up to my gifts, I was like, okay, what is going on <laughs> like this? Because I am myself really a skeptical of things. I'd like to make sure that I really believe that it really works with all these things. So I just allowed her to have her own journey of, you know, having the skepticism and asking more questions and being fearful about it. And then eventually she did reach out, you know, to get a reading. And then of course, when you're experiencing, when you experience that on your own, when it's an embodied form, then it usually shifts your perspective and allows you to remember because it's just remembering. So yeah. (laughs) 
Well, I love what you said because it also is how you react, right? So when, <clears throat> when people are triggered, right, or, you know, triggered by whatever, who you're being, you get to see where you are by your response to that. And I say it's either a reaction or it's a response, right? And so if their triggering causes you to doubt, then you could say, oh, thank you so much. There's still some doubt in me about what is, you know, what I'm doing, who I'm showing up as. I'm not truly as grounded as I, you know, thought I was, but that's okay. You know, so now I can truly ground, right? Or I get, you know, depends on just what's coming up. And mm -hmm. so just like their triggers is for them to, to figure out where they are your reaction or response to their triggers is for you it's to for me. Mm -hmm. where you are in that. And so that's where when you get really, really grounded in it, you know, that's where that reflection happens, right? So it's like, okay, where am I now? Am I, you know, in that when you respond, like if it's, if you, like, let's say when your dad was like, your mom doesn't really believe you, you're like, what? What? And then you, you know, like, mom, you're not yeah, yeah. I would have been like, hmm, then I, there's a piece of me that also is second guessing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. Yeah. I love that. When I, um, my parents, we grew up very Christian and, um, but it was non-denominational Christian. So like speaking in tongues and all of the things, but my parents also were all about ask, believe, receive. And so that's where my manifestation knowledge and all of that stuff started coming in because I started to see that when I wrote things or when I tuned into it, when I felt the energy, all of that stuff, and this was as a very young girl, it happened, you know? And so, you know, that's where Seth books and reading Abraham Hicks and all of that stuff as a, a young girl, I'm 44 at the time of this recording. So as a really young girl, um, I, you know, really developed a lot of those gifts, but like you said, when things, you still start to second guess yourself, right? Because we still went to church every Sunday and things like charmed and shows like that, that I loved and my parents loved, they loved it all. But they were saying that's wrong. Like we shouldn't be watching it, right? And my parents will still watch it. They're Christian as they want to be. They're like, we like charm. I don't care. <laughs> you know, and I love it. And, and so um, what what we did, it maybe not my parents specifically, but what I heard in the church or what I heard in certain things, I was like, wow, maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe some of the things that I'm doing is wrong, which got me to grow up and then say, oh, wow, maybe, you know, second guessing some of my gifts and trying to right make yourself fit into this piece. And then it's a lot more pressure and push than allowing things that came easy, such as reading energies, you know, shifting energies, just even being in the presence that's going to lift energies, those type of things, allowing that to be easy and then not being scared to speak about it being scared to have oracle cards or tarot cards because it's like oh is that evil you know and really allowing myself to just say no whatever i feel like whatever tools get to be used whatever things i'm super excited about that feels super easy that's what gets to happen and so if you're listening tune into what you are excited about and try to you know say you know what if I'm a billionaire and I could choose whatever I wanted to do in life or do whatever I wanted to do and not care, right? Just putting that, then what would you choose at this moment? And then guess what? Choose it now. <laughs> you know, just to let, let, let say if I had all the choice of the world because you do, what will you choose? And then you start choosing those frequencies and those feelings now. 
Yes, I think the problem when 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 people think that is wait, oh, I can it can't be just that easy to choose that, be in it now because we are which is not a bad thing. I'm not trying to judge. I'm just saying that we are constantly or we are we've been we've grown up with this immediate physical gratification. So if you give something, you get something back. If you want something, it's in the present moment. So we've we've grown up with this physical interchange or exchange immediate in the physical reality. But what we need to start to understand if you want this like idea of the energies and manifestations and things to come really easy is that, yes, it can be really fast. I mean, manifestation can happen really, really fast, but usually at the beginning when you have the doubt because you're like, oh, I'm just feeling it then you've got to give it a little bit more time or you got to really play with those energies until it comes. Mm -hmm. Not until you say, oh, it's not working. I'm going to stop it. (laughs) But until it comes. And if it's not happening, then then that's when you get to do the work of understanding of why am I blocking it? Why is not happening? What, you know what I mean? Like what is really going on and what is really showing up? Because something has to be showing up. What is showing up that is not what you're really trying. So I think the hardest thing for people is that immediate physical gratification of, I think money, money comes right away. Mm-mm. If it doesn't happen right away. No, I think that's beautiful. And you made a, such a beautiful point just now. Manifestation is happening in every moment, right? This is all energy. Everything that is in your life is something that you quote unquote manifested. It's because it's what you are in alignment with at this time right so when you start shifting and you're turning and you're getting you know your tipping point into a different direction you know you're choosing something else to be your default vibration that takes i you know i'm in the quantum and i believe that time isn't doesn't matter but it you know you want to create momentum right so i don't want to say it takes time but you want to create momentum so that this becomes your default vibration and so just a feeling like feeling effortless abundance and doing that like once a day you know for three days and then all of a sudden you expect this huge windfall is that always going to happen that way sometimes it does because i love to see things like a pipe right and so everything's flowing to you constantly money is like hey girl and like come in come come and sometimes your resistance right your non-belief or your doubts or whatever is like blocking the pipe and sometimes that one little opening you'll have this windfall or something and then you're like yay manifestation works and then you're like where's my next windfall and then it takes a little bit more time but it really isn't about the time. It really is about your frequency. And when you consistently tune into that frequency and allow it to become your default, then you'll start to see, you know, life majority of the time matching that frequency and then, you know, resonating and reflecting that back to you. But if you give up when things are hard, that means you're focusing on the byproducts and what's happening physically versus saying, you know what? Me choosing happiness right now is my manifestation. Me choosing more joy and more ease, that is what I'm manifesting. Because all of the things that match it are just things that get to unfold. Extra. Yeah. Absolutely. I absolutely, oh my God, this was such a good conversation. Like it was really, really, really good. Um, I just love the way you reflect 
back so many beautiful things. I mean, from the beginning, like the call just started off with such and such a bang. I know that everyone is going to want to learn more about you. They're going to want to know where they can find you. So please share where everyone can find you. Absolutely. So the easiest way to find me is at Instagram at I am Daniela Arango, Daniela with one L only. So Daniela Arango, I am Daniela Arango. And you can also, I also have a podcast, so you can also go and listen to that. The podcast is called Mystic Podcast and it's on iTunes and Spotify. But the best way really is to find me on Instagram. I'm there every day and just DM me. I love to just, you know, get in touch with everybody that comes my way. I love it. And guys, I was on the Mystic Podcast as well. I am going to link the episode yes. when um, that one is available. And we will put that with this so that you can go back and forth and subscribe to Daniela's podcast. Yeah, and we talk also, all about Gene and That was super fun. I, yes. It was so fun. That was such a good podcast. I oh so good okay but i have a question that i always ask everyone that um comes because i really truly believe in experiencing our spirituality and our humanness and our minds and just really living mind body and soul and so because of that like i love all types of things that you know normal quote unquote spiritual people are like you shouldn't be doing that you shouldn't be doing that i'm like it's life i drink I enjoy it. I watch reality TV. I enjoy it. I love entertainment. I love that type of stuff. And so I always ask, like, what is something that you enjoy, your pleasure, something that you just gives you pleasure that um, people wouldn't necessarily associate with someone who works with energy or whatever? That's such a great question. <laughs> I love that. I think, you know, pretty much what I do, I don't think is a hundred percent associated to like a person that works with energy or healing or all these things. Like I, you know, like I really just watch TV. Like I watch Netflix. I love like, you know, romantic things on Netflix. I like reality shows. Um, that's one of the ways that I really tune out and just allow myself to be. I also love a glass of champagne um, to be out with my friends and, yeah, in general, I think I do life just just to do and to be like who I am and not necessarily, I don't really ask myself whether this is who I should be or, or if it's, you know, in, in relations to what I do because what I do is who I am. So I think as a guilty pleasure, I think, you know, I, I, I used to not drink actually for a very long time. I stopped drinking because... Um, of energies and because of the way I felt, but it's really a choice. So, so nowadays I definitely enjoy like a glass of champagne or a glass of wine um, or a really good series of Netflix. Absolutely. And <laughs> just tune out completely. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love a Netflix show. <laughs> I love like reality TV. My sister and I are like, today is we're doing today's Thursday when we're recording this and double shot of love is out. So there will be jurors day today. So my sister and I, we just love it. And I actually love it because I like to use some of the things that we are seeing in our physical, which everyone can relate to and relate it to what we do. Right. Energetically, yeah. like, you know, I love like if I'm watching The Bachelor or The Bachelorette and I'm like, do you see like what she was feeling and how she reacted to this? That's what energy that she's feeling. And, you know, seeing like when, when there was Ari and there was Lauren, right? And so Lauren kept saying, he's going to leave me. It's not going to work out. And I was like, this guy is so about you, girl. But she kept pushing him away. And that was such a beautiful example of energy and how when we react to things or the way we act, 
um, or believe our beliefs and our thoughts can totally change a situation that's like a slam dunk for you. But guess what? It didn't ruin it, right? Because they're married and they've got kids now. So, <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff that I love to bring. And, and, you know, when we try to say, oh, I'm spiritual, I've never turned the TV on for 10 days. I mean, for 10 years. And it's like, great for you. But that doesn't mean that we are, um, something's wrong with us because of that, right? It could be our teaching tool, our method, mm -hmm. our way of, like you said, enjoying our life and like just turning things off and just- Absolutely. <laughs> and you know what I do? So I was watching the show on Netflix about um, houses, something about houses. Like- <laughs> know, Sunset? Like, my, yes, yeah. Sunset. Yes. And you know what I did? I was actually watching it because I'm right now manifesting my home and manifesting my place. So I just wanted to amplify that and to see what was possible for me, to see what's out there, to really feel in those amazing places and to make it my norm. Yeah, this is the kind of things that I watch. This is the kind of things that I do. And this is the kind of places that I'm looking at. So I kind of do it also like an energy amplifier and just kind of getting that vibe and energy um, of those kind of houses. <laughs> 100%. I give my clients homework, like watch Hallmark. And I know it's going to seem cheesy, but until it doesn't seem cheesy, watch it. Because <laughs> I want you to see like, oh, wow, this is such a, like, he really is into this girl, you know, and like really tune into those vibes because where you put your energy focus with intention, like what your intention is matters, right? Yeah. And so I don't want people to say, oh my God, I was watching The Witcher and I'm, does that mean I'm going to find monsters? No, it's just your intention. If you're going in there, <laughs> right? If you're going in there and you're watching it with the intention of, I'm going to have fun with this. That's your intention. Intention is so important. And so if you go in and you're watching Sunset with the intention of, I'm tuning into these amazing houses, it really is all about your intention. And I love to watch things and I'm going with the intention of feeling the love between Paulie and Nikki or something like that. Yes. Like just, you know, tuning in and just really tuning into that. And really your intention is what matters. We did a whole nother podcast after everything. Absolutely. <laughs> I won't keep so much longer. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. This was one of the best podcasts that I've recorded. I had so much fun and I love your reflector energy. So we're going to have to do something together again. Um, I thank you so much for coming on here. Everyone, please go to Instagram and find Daniela. Um, it is, I am, right? I am. I am Daniela Arango. Yes, I am Daniela Arango and um, definitely follow her on Instagram and then look at her programs and everything that she's offering. You see her soul, her light. It's just so absolutely beautiful. And thank you again for being here. Thank you everyone for listening. Re-listen to this podcast. There's so much activation, so many things that you get to take out and bring into your life and tangible things that you actually can execute and implement in your life and experience experience life as a human today. So with all of that being said, hugs, kisses, and all of the feels, <laughs> remember to what? Be her, him, or them now, and then take your aligned soul action today. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Soul Podcast. And if you enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed recording it for you, please leave a five-star review. It will help get this podcast out to even more people and I get to have more fun with you. 
Also, come join the Aligned Soul Collective, which is my free Facebook group that is growing with a whole bunch of women that love to talk about entertainment, the manifesting, quantum shifting, and all of the things. And remember, never forget to just be her now and take Aligned Soul action. Bye!